The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I want to go to this one next. His name is Donald Cowboy Cerrone, and he's a bit of a, a legend in the UFC world, holding the record for the most UFC wins in history, but also for the way he lives his life and how he trains. Now, earlier this month, he won a big fight, and, you know, days later was offered another one and said, yep, let's do it, and we're going to do it in early June. Now, at his side is an Edmonton woman, his strength and conditioning coach, Shara Vijant, who has been a, been on an absolute wild ride since uh, this all started a, uh, a few months ago. Shara joins us from Cowboys Ranch in New Mexico, where she's helping him train for his next fight. Hi, friend. Hi, how are you? I'm good. So, tell me. Okay, now first off, I'm just going to tee this up uh, for folks who don't know. You and I go way back. We've known each other since, what, 2003 or four? Way back, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, so way I think back. I did my first bodybuilding show in 2004 and we competed at the same time so it's it's yeah. at least so 15 yeah. years now uh we both wow. did uh, yeah i know right crazy so we did uh, bodybuilding together then went on um you you own a a, a training studio here now svpt and uh, doing really great there but you got into the into ufc and into to fighting and training that a few years back shara how did that happen well, it's been 10 years now. This is like my 11th year. Oh, my going gosh. Cra- crazy, right? Yeah. Um, honestly, I never planned to go into it. I, it was kind of thrown into my lap in, in 2007, late early 2008, when I was working um, at a private gym. And he's like, I don't want to train fighters anymore, and I'm going to leave everybody to you, so <laughs> take them. And I took them and jumped right in. So what is it what is it about training these fighters that you enjoy so much? Um I honestly can't pinpoint it. They're <laughs> they're challenging. It is it's a challenge for sure. I love the sport. Um I love the athleticism involved in it and and I love um I actually just love helping people, you know, get better and achieve greatness. I really have always taken um, you know, huge interest in that. I think, uh, you know, maybe part of it, I might be putting words into your mouth since you were my trainer at one point, too. Um, I suspect that these uh, these athletes, and they're certainly athletes, um, they they don't make excuses like some of us. No, they don't, because, because there's a lot on the line, right? Yeah. So definitely competition runs in their blood so they, they they like the competition part so it's a little bit different than a, than say the general population people trying to get in shape which i still you know i still train people yep. and i still love training them um you know that's what my gym runs on is general population people but athletes are just a little bit different yeah so way back in 2007 when all of this happened i think i remember correctly one of your first fights that you were ringside at was wasn't it down in texas yeah, it was it was actually so before that, 2008 was when I first definitely started and then I cornered Tim Haggett in Fort Hood um at UFC Fight for the Troops. Um and yeah, that was my first um time in the corner for a UFC fight for sure. Well, and there's a name that certainly Edmonton knows. We know the dangers yeah. of this this sport has has you know, that's always got to be in the back of your mind as well. It is. It is. Um it was a sad you know, when he passed away, it was extremely sad, and, and it still, you know, weighs on me, you know, almost every day. But um, I just hope that our commission is taking better, um, 
you know, care of our fighters in Edmonton. Shara, you know, I remember talking to you about this uh, on this show years back, and um, I can remember on the text line uh, some of the things, or maybe it was on Twitter, I can't remember, saying, you know what, she doesn't know anything about UFC. Why don't you get someone who really knows something about UFC? And I think part of the problem was the fact that uh, you were a woman and people thought that you didn't know crap about what you were doing, which is not true in any way. How has it been growing through this, like the past 10 years, um, being a woman in this industry doing what you're doing? Um, Yeah, haters are going to hate, and um, usually people are quick to criticize, but when they're not in your shoes, right? Mm -hmm. But um, I've just put my head down and worked and just let the athletes speak for my work. Um, You know, I've done this. Like I said, I've been doing this for 10 years, and if I was not any good at my job, I wouldn't be where I am. <laughs> exactly. And I don't mean to sound arrogant, but I just, say, I just I just let the, let the athletes speak for my work. So for those who don't know Cowboy, tell us about him. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's all sorts of fasc- not- fascinating articles about him. He lives huge. He's a a great guy. I have nothing, you know, he's a great guy, and he's a lot of fun to be around, and um, I I really, truly enjoy training him. Uh, It's challenging, but it's fun at the same time, so... Yeah, he's a great guy. So I was reading that... He's next to me, so I really have to say nice things. Oh, he's oh. sitting right beside you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was reading, though, that he holds the record right now for the most UFC wins. Yep. Right? How did he yes. find you? Um, he came to Edmonton in 2017 to film a movie, and I reached out to his then-striking coach and said, hey, does he need a place to train? Um, and... And within a couple hours, we connected via text, and he started training at my gym while he was filming the movie in Edmonton. Wow, very cool. And so um, this fight, I think the fight was that he just won a couple weeks ago was in Ottawa, right? Yes, in Ottawa, yeah. Uh, okay, so now I, obviously, you know, we're friends. I follow you on Facebook. I don't think you've been home for the last, uh, I don't know, four or five months. I mean, he flew you out to Ottawa to, to help train him. What was that like? So, yeah, I, was, I spent six weeks down at the ranch training him and then flew to Ottawa for fight week and then and then he took this this latest fight and I was home for seven sleeps and then I'm back here (laughs) so tell us about uh tell us about the ranch I've been reading about it and it sounds like one heck of a place to be doing business yes uh I'm not going to complain because (laughs) every day is an adventure and every day we wake up we don't know what we're going to do after training, of course, mm-hmm. um, but definitely a lot of fun. I've done a lot of things here that I wouldn't be normally doing at home. So you're doing the strength and conditioning with him, but I also understand, so like if like he loves bull riding and motocross and all sorts of different things he expects. Um, he, he kind of, they, they say they, uh, this article from ESPN saying that he surrounds himself with danger um, and he expects, um, you know, maybe in fun and all that sort of stuff, but he expects his trainers to get involved with everything that he's doing as well yeah it's it's definitely uh team building so we try to all take part as much as possible um i don't do some of the stuff because i i can't like i don't know how to ride a harley and i don't know how to swim um, you don't know, don't know how to swim climb. no i don't know how to swim <laughs> don't <laughs> and now the coaches are all shaking their head at me because yeah i don't know how to swim but i i'm trying to get better at paintball uh i rode a horse out here i shot some guns um, yeah, 
So when you talk about the teamwork, and I think this is really interesting, and I, 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 I think it's really, really important. So if he has this whole team around him doing this, how does that transition from, you know, the ranch to the ring? Uh, definitely um, building bonds and trust. You know what I mean? Like there, and then getting to know each other. So I think that that helps uh, communication um, rather than you know going and talking to a coach that you don't know or hang hang around. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's actually quite smart to have everybody all together. Very cool. Did I just read that he's challenged Conor McGregor to a fight? Yeah, a couple times now. <laughs> Where's that stand? Um. He's retired, I think. I know. But, yeah, but he hasn't responded. He hasn't responded. So this next one, uh, he's, he's scheduled to face uh, Tony Ferguson on June 8th at UFC 238. Uh, so the countdown's yep. on. I know he posted on, on Instagram that he got the phone call. He was having some guacamole and a beer. He immediately he immediately took uh, took up the fight and dropped the beer, dropped the guacamole, and got back to training. Um, is is uh, After coming off a fight like he just had and having a month to, you know, is there much work to do there? Or is he, he's pretty much at that level and he can just coast in? Or does he have to come down right. again and build back up? No, um, he was... He was ready for five rounds for Iaquinta, so going into this, he's he's there. So it's just getting him to repeat again and and uh, fine tuning some of the other stuff. Well, very very cool. I think this is a this is a, an amazing experience for you and Shara as as your friend. Um, it's it's been amazing to watch you grow um, in so many ways and, and grow as a, a trainer in this field. And I'm just so very proud of you. Uh, uh, it's, thank it's you pretty so much. cool. I really, really appreciate that. Um, and say hi to um, Cowboy for us. Hi, Cowboy. Okay, I will. <laughs> Everybody in Edmonton says hi. <laughs> Peace. Have a good one, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks.